0: Friendships are some of the most important relationships you could have in life. They begin and end at any time, and the growth of them can be so beautiful. Today, I'm sitting down and having a candid conversation with one of the first women I became friends with here in Los Angeles. She taught me something amazing today. Relationships are a covenant between two people, no matter if it's platonic or romantic. And that bond is sacred ground and should be treated as such For as long as that relationship is benefiting the two who entered it, let's unpack Finding Trust in Friendship. What is going on, beautiful people? You are listening to the Affirmations for Black Girls podcast, where we focus on personal growth and cultivating a healthy relationship with ourselves. I am your host, Tyra the Creative, actress, content creator, and mental health enthusiast. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey everyone,
1: Raven here. This week's affirmation is I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people. As my friends, I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends. I deserve to have amazing people as my friends as I look at an amazing friend.
0: But thank you so much for taking time to have this podcast episode with me. Thank you for having me. Yes, I know that you listen to the podcast. Actually, yes. before we get into our first question, what do you like about the podcast?
1: Okay, what do I like? About I the love oh the God. podcast. I don't know. I feel like it really does feel like organic. Like I feel like like I listen to it in the mornings mm-hmm. Most, I think I've only ever listened to it in the mornings and I feel like it's like okay I'm having like my morning routine with my friend you know what yeah. I mean so since I'm like I love always it. like alone it just feels like oh my bestie's here with me because like me I like speak out loud like when, so, when it, you're yeah. when you're saying something or I like guess it's saying something that I kind of like resonate with mm-hmm. I'm like yeah like that right. makes sense like me too you know like it's almost like conversational So I love, I that. love
0: that and it's just positive yeah right so yeah, yeah. that's the vibe mm-hmm. that I was going for i really wanted to feel like like when i first started the podcast i was like i wanted to feel like just a conversation like you just called your best friend up and we just chit chat like we just catching up we just talking Mm -hmm. about what we're going through and stuff like that so that's actually really good to hear (laughs) mission complete (laughs) i'm super excited okay Raven, did you know you were one of my first friends I made in Los Angeles?
1: No, I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> That's actually a shock. Are you serious?
0: Yes. Yeah, so when we, when did we do Fila? Was that, it was in 2018, but when Ray. was that? Like what month? Actually, we mm-hmm. could, we could figure it out. We can, because I feel like we can figure that we out had right pictures. Now. Yeah. Yeah. From it. April 20th. 2018 is the day that we met or like that was like a whole like week yeah it was it was like
1: a weekend it was some days yeah it was some days
0: so um I've talked about this before on the pod but I used to do brand ambassador work and that's how I met Raven we were literally on lunch and you were at where I don't even know what the restaurant was but the pizza place it was a pizza place yes and you were like oh yeah I'm a youtuber and when I say I was about to explode I was literally going to explode in there. Because I was like, I want creator friends so bad. And I had only been in LA for three months at the time when I met you. So, right. I had just got here. So, Raven is one of my first friends in LA. and It's so crazy because I feel like most of my friends in LA I met in the first year. And people that right. I meet now, it's, we don't become as close friends mm-hmm. as y'all. Like you and Janae, like... Y'all are like my ride or dies, like for real. And I met I met Janae the first month, like my first, oh, wow. my second brand ambassador job. So you're one of my first friends out here. I yeah. felt so happy though <laughs> when you when I was like,
1: because I didn't know anyone, so I was like by myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just gonna go to lunch, you know, whatever. Really? And oh then, yeah, yeah. Right <laughs> so oh man, wow. I didn't even realize you yeah. were like
0: that friend Okay, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so. My first question, since we're talking about finding trust in friendships, is who is your best friend and why is this person your best friend? Okay. <laughs> so
1: off the bat, um, two people come to my mind. So when you say a best friend, I feel like I have my friend Tiffany, who I've been friends with since I was like in fourth grade, but I also have my friend Aaron, who- I've been friends with since college and so I feel like they both serve different purposes it's like if I could combine like those two into one person to say they're my best friend now Tiffany if she hears this I love you girl you know <laughs> because honestly I mostly whenever I would say like oh she's my best friend but like I feel like I always say that Aaron is like my best friend so they serve their purposes in my life like as far as like the different conversations I can have yeah and how they are supportive in my life like i feel like for aaron it's more so like if i need that like i mean just emotional support as well as just like that goofy like we just do all type of random stuff and then tiffany she's like a good time and like you Mm -hmm. know we can like turn up and like i said just she's been in my life longer but it's like we just established a friendship like over that time. Is that Aaron sense. the guy, yes, okay, okay. right, yeah, All so right. Aaron's cool. a guy, yeah, and I just feel like, yeah, like he's more so like me too, mm-hmm. like me and Tiffany were kind of like opposites. that's mm-hmm. why people were like, it's so strange that you guys came friends right. and friends so long, like we're opposite, so mm-hmm. we like balance each other, but like Aaron like it's like we're like the same person, <laughs> so I yeah,
0: I love that, um, as far as like me, I would say. But I I agree with you because Mm -hmm. I have a high school best friend and I have a college best friend. So my Mm -hmm. high school best friend, I would definitely say is my friend Daria. Mm -hmm. Talk to her all the time. She currently lives in Boston, but she... And I, she wasn't always my best friend. Right. Um, I met her right after Hurricane Katrina because she lived mm-hmm. in New Orleans and she transferred. And we were friends, but we were just friends. Like right. I had other friends that I was way more close with. But once I got to high school, um, in ninth grade, my mama and daddy filed for divorce. So I was mm-hmm. going through like a lot. And I don't know what it was specifically, but I was like, this girl is my best friend. Like, I can talk to her. I can confide in her. I don't feel uncomfortable, like, showing how I feel Mm -hmm. as far as, like, outwardly. Um, It was just easier to... Talk to her, and we've been friends ever since. Like you know what I mean. So she would definitely be my high school best friend. But then when we get to college, that's when it gets a little. That's when it gets like crazy because Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a lot of best friends, and I don't think that it's a problem. See, right? (laughs) Okay, exactly. I don't think it's a problem to have multiple best friends. So I would say, honestly, I have two best friends from college, and. Hmm, no, I can't even say that. I have a handful of best friends from college mm-hmm. and but my best best friend, like if you say if you only had to pick one, I would definitely say it's Bria. My right. my best friend Bria. Yes. Um and I would say that because I love her. <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. So Bria has actually been on the podcast. We did an episode called Finding Luxury in Daily Life, where she shared with us her journey to luxury living. So if you haven't listened to the episode, definitely go check it out. It is the most popular so far on the podcast. It's doing so well. So definitely go check that out. But I would say that she is definitely my best friend. I go to her for advice. I confide in her. I don't feel judged when I'm talking to her. Like, I just know that she is... Such a kind person, and she will never like steer me wrong in a sense. She won't hold anything back from me. She'll let me know, Tyra, you're wrong for that, or Tyra, less. Yes, I'm cheering for you on this, or whatever the case may be. So that's what, that's why I would say she's my best friend.
1: Right. And that's literally all that you just said is why it's like, I'm like, Aries, my best friend, because like we said, like, he's not judgmental he gives like really good advice like advice that if I came out of my body Mm -hmm. like in a time where I'm in a different headspace to talk to myself that's what I would say
0: yeah you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. yeah I love that I love that for you so since you brought up that your best friend is a guy I I wanted to ask you do you have more guy friends or girlfriends what would you say or is it like across the board I definitely have more
1: closer guy friends than girlfriends, and I feel like I, growing up, I always, like, had more guy friends, and then I tried to, like, explore having more girlfriends, but I don't know. It just doesn't work out, and it's not like I'm, like, I, like, it's not that they don't work out because of, like, drama things. I feel like I really don't know, like, Mm -hmm. because it's not like I'm, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> brawling out with anyone, right. <laughs> but they just don't. And I feel like I I feel more myself, I guess,
0: around my guy friends. I don't know. It's It's weird. It's so interesting that you said that because I feel the same way. I feel more of myself. It took a while for me to be able to open up completely to other girls or other women. And I don't really know what that is. Like, I'm not a therapist and I don't, you know, I'm not a researcher on this right. <laughs> subject, but it has been way easier for me to open up to guys like I have a lot of guy friends and I've always had more guy friends but I always thought it was because I mainly grew up with a bunch of guys like on my mom's side I have two first cousins that are around my same age and I have a brother so it was always two girls and two boys on that side but when I go to my grandma house on my daddy's side it's all boys and me until mm-hmm. my little cousin Jazz was born. She's the youngest out of all of us. So we are like a few years apart. So we didn't really hang out a lot when we were younger. Right. So I was always hanging out with the guys. I was always doing tomboy stuff. My mom was also in school. So I was always with my daddy. And we were always mm-hmm. riding four wheelers. I was always cutting wood Great. in the yard. We were always, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Always doing all of this outdoorsy stuff. And I don't want to say that it's like boy things or manly mm-hmm. things. But I was doing... I was spending a lot of time around male figures in my life. So, it became comfortable in a right. sense. That is what I was used to. That's what uh that's what I would gravitate towards versus going to play with Barbie dolls with a bunch of girls. No, I want to play with my GameCube with my cousins or we can go outside and play kickball or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Or basketball or something. So, I would definitely say in this like 27-year-old Tyra has more girlfriends, mm-hmm. but Tyra before moving out to LA has more guy friends hands down yeah
1: yeah now I feel like I have more girl friends than I have had in the past like what you're saying and I think maybe that just come with you know I can't talk to my guy friends about everything and a lot of like girl conversations I just never had yeah and now I feel like I have to have them Mm -hmm. like I need to have those (laughs) because just me holding it in or like trying to go to Google is is not as valuable, I feel like, than going to, like, my friends, you know, like, yeah. recently I had called you about a situation, mm-hmm. and it's like, I literally don't do that, yep. like, I just don't, I yeah. just deal with it by myself, so that was, like, a lot for me, mm-hmm. so I feel like now establishing that with females, and, like, what you're saying, I mostly was around a lot of guys when I was younger, because yeah. I honestly... Back then, I wanted to be a professional football player. Like Girl. I literally, yes, like I would be out in the field. Like we had this thing called the field in my neighborhood, and I would be out there playing football with the guys, like almost every day. Oh God! Like two hand literally, touch. two
0: hand touch, or you was playing Man, like y'all was we were tackling. Oh.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I was like rough, and then I loved like adventures. Like I was the one that was going in, like you know, the little storm drains. <laughs> yeah <laughs> my grandmother would be so mad if she was here to hear this but yeah and then like the like we had like these like ditch things like I grew up in Florida and I would like literally so adventurous climbing on trees and like a, a lot of the Girls in the neighborhood, that's not what they were doing, you know? So I feel like, yeah, and I liked playing video games. So that's probably where that came from.
0: Yeah, 100%. For sure. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to do a little bit more research on why um, some girls tend to go that route versus hanging out with girls and all of that kind of stuff. But also, um, since you brought it up about, like, you contacting me, I want to dive into that a little bit because when you contacted me, I didn't expect you to do that but I also want to say I had to do the same thing in a previous uh situation with my best friend and I was so nervous to even call her to like share all of this stuff so it's like what made you call me um I feel like I know that you
1: wouldn't be judgmental and at that time (laughs) I was like man I need to talk to somebody that I know is like one I feel like you're a really good listener, and two I felt like if if Tyra has anything to say to me, I know it's going to be of value mm-hmm. just from our previous conversations. Mm-hmm. So that's why I called. And I was just, and I was nervous. But at the moment, it's like I was literally like freaking out. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Usually, I always go to my mom about things. Mm-hmm. Like aside from my therapist, but I usually go to my mom. And I'm like, my mom's probably exhausted right now. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, like who can I call to, like you know. That's a, that's a female. Because yeah. I could call my best friend Aaron, but it's like, okay, yeah. I need somebody that's a female. You wanted a female so, perspective right, exactly. on what was going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just trusted whatever you had to say. It it would be it would help me to
0: be in a better place than what mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. Because so, when yeah. you called me, I was just like, <laughs> and my mouth dropped and I was like, she's calling me? <laughs> she's calling me to help with this situation? So I felt honored, you know what I right. mean? And I think that that definitely like um what am I trying to say that definitely deepened our friendship a hundred percent when you did that because I would have never expected I would have just never expected you to call call that and I know we aren't talking about the situation specifically you guys but um Raven just called me with something that she was going through at one point and she was just really raw open and vulnerable about the situation and it just made me feel like oh wow she really considers me a great friend
1: as so. I do, I will second that and agree.
0: <laughs> You'd have to think. Yes. I, well, yes, yes, yes. I consider you a great friend as well. Like I said, you're one of my first friends out here in LA. Like, okay, like, thank you for the game. <laughs> Okay, so my next question is, has a friend ever done something to make you question them or their character? And did you confront them about it? Or did you just let it slide? Tell me the tea. (laughs) Okay, so
1: I used to be extremely open with like, saying how I felt about things. Like, if someone did something, then I always would just Say it. I guess I never really just, I always just thought that it was okay to just say it until I started like saying things that bothered me. Yeah. And I could see the shift in like, especially Mm -hmm. like my female friends, like how they would feel about me saying, like, oh, this bothered me. And I think for me, I kind of like drew back from saying, so mm, to answer the question. Yes, I have confronted my friends about things that I did not like, but most of the time it turns out bad. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because I kind of like coined myself as like the yes girl. Yeah. And like, I'm always just like, yeah, I'll do this. Yeah, I'll do this. Even if, you know, it's not something, I don't really know how to explain it. I just feel like I've always been like the person that's non-confrontational. If somebody did something to me, like, I just learned not to say anything. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I think as far as, like, I go, I don't think any, well, maybe in, like, small situations, some mm-hmm. of my friends have made me question their character, but nothing crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, but as far as confronting them, I used to be the same way. I wouldn't confront anyone because in my mind, I would be like, oh, well... They didn't mean it that way. Or I would try to make that excuse for them versus bringing it to their attention and saying, hey, this is how I felt about that. And that's how I've just been my entire life. And I think that definitely stems from not having healthy boundaries, because when something does happen where they I don't know, they hurt your feelings or they say something that shouldn't have been said or they do cross a boundary. You need to address that in the moment. And that's not something that I am used to doing. It's something that I'm still learning how to do Mm -hmm. as well, but it's very much so needed in this day and age. But I've never confronted a friend when the situation has happened. I've always taken time. And by time, I mean like a week, two weeks, which is honestly too long in some situations. Mm -hmm. Right. before I went back and said, hey, remember when you did this two weeks ago? Because then it's not fresh anymore. They may not even remember what's going on. So the conversation doesn't necessarily go the way that you want it to go because you are recalling facts and they're saying, well, that didn't really happen. This is my take on it or whatever. So getting it done in the moment is really something that I'm working on because sometimes it just got to be nipped in the bud right then and there. Right. But it's so uncomfortable. It
1: is. And it's only, and like I said, see, I think I was like, I'm like the reverse. Like, okay, before I would just say how I felt. Like mm-hmm. I had just, okay, you did, this happened. Okay, mm-hmm. here, I'm saying it right now. Yeah. And I feel like people would always make it seem like it was like me nagging. Mm-hmm. But I just knew back then, like, okay, this is what I like and what I don't like. And when I started getting like negative responses, then that's when, like you said, I would wait like a week. Like I'm replaying it. Like I have it literally like anxiety. Like how am I going to say it? How can I say it to where they don't take offense to? It? And it doesn't matter. Like literally in like most of the situations, I could be saying it the nicest way. Yeah. But if they feel like attacked, which is usually the case, then, and like you said, then they're like, well, why didn't you say something like that? And I'm like, right. well,
0: <laughs> it's nerve wracking. First, first of all, I have to reflect on how I feel have to gather my words I have to figure out what I'm going to do actually process the situation so that definitely goes into it but yeah it, it needs to be done but I think like especially like when you get negative responses it could be because I know like if I were on the receiving end of it if I were to give a negative negative response it would be because I was embarrassed or I felt right. convicted or I felt reprimanded so I want to well here's this this is what i have to say you and know i feel what like I mean? that's exactly what it is yeah yeah i <laughs> right. feel like a lot of people go through that and even like when you are working on um yourself you still have a little like mm-hmm. i could do this but let me go ahead and go about this the the healthy route right yeah Okay. Our last question. Raven, have you ever lied to a friend? If you have, why have you done it? And was it for their benefit or their detriment? And did you eventually tell them about it if you did? And if you didn't, why didn't you tell them? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. You want to answer it first. That's a loaded question. (laughs) Um, Have I ever lied to a friend? I don't really be out here lying. I don't. I don't be out here lying. Have I ever, I can honestly say, as far as like a real lie where I'm not like joking and saying, girl, I just want a million dollars. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, stuff like that. Right. I have never truly lied to a friend. Oh, I'm lying. So actually I lied to Bria back in college, but it had nothing to do with her. She asked me a question about myself and I was super embarrassed about it. She asked me something about my high school boyfriend and I was like, no, nothing, none of that ever happened. I just, no, we're not, we're not talking about this or whatever, whatever the situation was. And I just... (laughs) I just recently told her that I was lying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! So
0: she felt so deceived, but I eventually told her. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I lied to her was simply because I was embarrassed to even say yes or whatever to Mm -hmm. that situation. But that's the only time that I can even recount that I told like a real lie to a friend and I kept going with it. Cause I don't be wanting to, um, be out here lying. Right. Yeah. Like. Cause there's no reason to. Like I'm right. very much still a person. Like especially if it's it's a friend. First of all, I'm only friends with people that I like. Mm-hmm. Second of all, what are we lying for? Like right. I like I literally can't fathom lying. But I have been lied to. So I'll just tell this quick little thing. So when I was in um, high school, I was cheating on my boyfriend. So let's just look. I was cheating on my his high school though. And by cheating, I meant I was texting other. Right. high school boys that's it and um when I went to ask one of my friends hey did you tell my boyfriend that I was talking to this other guy and she was like no I didn't but she didn't know that he had already sent me screenshots of the text messages oh, Wow. so I was like literally from that day I was like wow okay well we all here lying and when when I uh when she said no I just said okay and in my head, I was like, I can't trust you because this was a person that I, um, conf- not confided in necessarily, but like I was like, oh, this is what I'm doing. Like I'm talking to this guy. Oh my god, he's so cute and all this kind of stuff. Like sharing all of this stuff with you, and you going and tell my boyfriend that I'm cheating yeah, on him. That- Granted, it's. I was cheating on him whatever I was texting these other guys or whatever the case may be but you're supposed to be my friend like you don't even really know my boyfriend he's not even right. in our grade he's a great so was us the like, reason? what was the reason <laughs> literally what was the reason so that was a time uh, where I've been lied to and I automatically knew that it was a lie so I just I still remained friends with her I just knew that our friendship could only go so far right yeah so what okay. about you
1: Okay, so when you asked that question, my heart started beating really fast. And only (laughs) because, yes, I have lied to my friend. Now, I like literally despise lying. Like I do not like lying to my friends, like to anybody. But it's this one, it's two things actually. So one, I have lied to my friend. Now, I have not, and I feel like I have not said it to her verbatim, but when she asked me about it, I just dance around the question. Or I just kind of be like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm oh, right. Because right. I'm just so I know because I'm so nervous. So like back in college, <laughs> I'm just gonna say one of my friends asked me about something as far as um like it being sexual. And me, I'm, like, so uncomfortable talking to anybody about anything, mm-hmm. you know, like that. I can say that word, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so she asked me, and I was like, mm, I mean, like... Wait, but why did she ask
0: you? She was Because, like, because
1: she's, she's the type of person that's just kind of like, I want to know, I want to know. Oh, and, okay. like, for me, because, like, I just did not engage in, like, any of that type of stuff. And so it was kind of like just waiting for like the moment like I'm in college now okay like what are you doing yeah and then I'm just like uh mm. and so like to this day I still like I and and it's crazy because I think about it so much for the fact that I don't lie and that's literally the one thing that I've had to like hold on to and I keep saying like before I leave this planet like I have to like (laughs) tell her like the truth you know what I mean and the other thing I feel like I've lied about to like my friends is like my mental health and I I feel like I've lied to my friends about my mental health a few times because I just hated being the friend that was always sad or like yeah. emotional so for me it was just like yeah I'm okay but really like i was not okay yeah and so that caught up with me and i did like tell them like a situation with like aaron when i was like i'm fine but it like caught up with me and so i had to tell them so that lie i feel like i came clean and i told most of my friends especially like last year like you know Mm -hmm. i was going through a lot like Mm -hmm. you know i was saying like i'm good like when you're asking how i am but i really wasn't so i feel like that but yeah i hate lying One, I just can't keep up with it. And I have a really bad guilty conscience. Yeah. Like, it sucks. I literally will not be able to sleep. But yeah. yeah. I've been lied to a lot, though. (laughs) Like, a lot. A lot, lot. And then I always be like, is it because I haven't told my friend the truth about that? (laughs) But literally, I'm like, why do people like lying to me? Like,
0: (laughs) I I hate that. I think people in general just be lying. Like they be out here telling little white lies and they're like, "Oh, well, it's okay." It's
1: yeah, fine. no, literally. They'll and like when I catch people in lies, they're always just like, "Oh, it's okay. I mean, it wasn't that they'll say like it's not that big of a lie." And yeah. to me, I'm like, "Then why'd you do it?" Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's just like especially especially with the lies if you know that they're lying or whatever, you got to nip that in the bud right there. "Hey, look, white lie, black lie, whatever." Right. you ain't about to do that to me like I'm gonna have to remove myself from this situation like I ain't got time and that's something that I am um really growing in as a whole is like vocalizing my boundaries because I don't be lying to you so you ain't about to do the same thing right. to me like I'm just not about to do that it's right. not gonna work yeah and I,
1: I yeah I agree <laughs>
0: you guys know what time it is it's time for our fun closing segment today raven and i are going to play count your blessings so this segment is called count your blessings and you have to tell me three things that you are grateful for excited about something that's making you smile right now in your life Okay, so one, I would say that I'm just grateful for God's position in my life. Amen. Because
1: yes, I know. It may sound cliche, but honestly, like, yes. Um, two, I would say that I'm just excited for my new mental health journey and just my relationship with myself mm-hmm. is just like blossoming right mm-hmm. now, and I hope to just keep that going. I feel like this is the first time I'm really being like honest with. Raven mm-hmm. and three I'm really grateful for my friends and my family like yes. right now I feel like it is a time where I'm really becoming close with like my friends and my mom and it feels wonderful
0: I I love that I really really love that because I feel like especially in like this is I don't even know what to call this time in life but the time after college but before you have right. a family you are still figuring out what you want to do with your life I feel like that is such a huge growth phase, especially with like picking your community and picking your family and friends as, as far as like, Hey, these are people that I want to remain close with. These are relationships that I want to cultivate. I've been saying the same exact thing. And that's actually one of the things that I am grateful for is my growing relationship with my mama, my daddy and my brother and my best friends. Like mm-hmm. just being able to have, um, candid conversation and really talk about like what you're going through. Like, for me specifically with my family, my meaning my, my immediate family, my mom and my daddy and my brother, right. for the longest, like talking about their divorce was taboo for me. Like I couldn't, I could not, like could not. And recently within the last like couple of years, I've been able to talk to my brother about it, like, and really see like how he was feeling during that time because we were all so... In our own, like, we all had stuff going on at the time. Like, when Mama and Daddy was going through the actual divorce, PJ was dealing with how he was feeling about the divorce, and I was also dealing with how I was feeling about it. But now we're able, me and him are able to, like, at least start talking about that, and I think that that is so great. And as far as, like, my Mama and Daddy, I have been asking them more (laughs) intrusive questions (laughs) as far as, like not even intrusive, but like reflective questions and asking them about like their mental health and how they're feeling and what they love about life, what made them smile today. And I just love that our relationship is growing in that way because especially growing up in the South, you don't really talk in that way to your family members. Like there's so many people who don't know their family members. And by know them, I mean, if you had to tell a person everything about this person, like what they like, their dislikes, their mental state, all of that, People in the South couldn't really do that. They'd be like, oh, they fine. No, what are they going through? What are they struggling mm-hmm. with? What are their obstacles? Like, what? where are their opportunities to grow? So I'm glad that that's my biggest blessing right now. Like, I'm super excited about that relationship, those relationships growing. Um, I'm also excited about great friends. Like I said, opening up to my friends. I did that as two, so that's actually cheating, but great <laughs> friends, you know. A lot of my friends are moving out to L.A. You don't live here anymore, but you're here right now. So that's amazing. But a lot of my friends are moving out to L.A. So that's honestly so exciting because I get to create a community like it really feels like L.A. is home. You know, like when I go back home to Louisiana, I don't really have many friends there anymore because everybody has like moved away. But I have that same sense of community that I had when I was younger, like in high school, I'm starting to feel that way out here in LA. And I absolutely love it. And my last blessing is consistency in the gym and my overall mindset about my brand and tire the Creative and Affirmations for Black Girls. Like everything is growing so much and my legs starting to look good. Like I run a mile yes. every every day. Not every day. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I run a mile, you know, do a little workout. So I'm excited. Yay. And God is good. These is these is yes. good blessings. This is good blessings. Yeah. Yes. So do you have any closing remarks, Raven? Anything else you would like to say, whether it's to the listeners, anything about finding trust in friendships, whatever the case may be. I will leave
1: you and the viewers and myself with this honestly value your energy value yourself when it comes to friendships our relationships friendships I feel like are a form of relationship it may not be like romantic but mm-hmm. it's still a covenant between two people Ooh, like I have part. to trust you you have to trust me for our friendship to work it may not be as deep as like a romantic partner to some people but it is very valuable. And I feel like one thing that my mom used to always say to me, like, if it's not reciprocated, don't participate. Ooh. Like, <laughs> So just leave it alone. And don't let people just hang out in your life because mm-hmm. you're afraid to, like, cut that tie. It can be positive yeah. if you just feel like, you know, a friendship, like what you are saying about your friend in high school. Like, it's positive. Like, okay, we didn't have to fight or anything, but now I realize where I stand with you. And so, yeah, just value yourself. And your friendships, and just be honest. I
0: love that. Oh, I love that. Relationships are a covenant between two people, platonic relationships are a covenant between two people as well. I love that. and that is all we have for you guys today thank you guys so much for listening and join us again next week for another episode of the affirmations for black girls podcast make sure you subscribe rate and review and follow us on instagram thank you for listening